Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. And today we wanted to kind of talk about strength. I was reminded of a scripture that says, you know, in your weakness, I'm yet strong. And I just kind of wanted to just unpack that, try to give some um, light, shed some light on it from my perspective. And because uh, part of not giving up is really staying strong. And I'm beginning to realize that it's not about my physical strength, but God is here to also help strengthening, strengthen me. So um, I, I, I was thinking about this um, commercial when I was a kid, and this elderly lady uh, tumbled down the stairs, and she didn't move, you know. And it's like, I've fallen and I can't get up. So it was basically advertising um, for elderly to have some type of device around their neck or their wrist that they could touch, and it would alert the paramedics to come um, to see about them, you know. So I've fallen and I can't get up. It's funny because I realize that sometimes that when we fall, it's not that we can't get up, but that we have been so beat down, we may not want to get up. And so how do we survive? How do we make it? How do we move past that moment of wanting to lay there, be still, and just say, forget it? But there's hope because you're not the only one. Like, right, there's others, even in the Bible, who kind of felt this way. That's why he said, you know, in, in, my, in your weakness, I'm strong. You know, he said, my grace is sufficient for you. And sometimes when we're going through, we bypassed all what God has said because it's like, I can't really hear that right now because I am suffering. I am in pain. But this is what he tells us in um, Ephesians. He says, you know, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on your whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wicked one, against the devil's schemes, against his tricks. And it's hard to stand against life's tricks and plans against you when you do not fully commit to God, putting on your whole armor, right? And I'm not saying you're not doing it. I'm just saying is that, listen— The enemy is going to come. He's coming. He's here, right? We're warned against it. We're warned against the fact that different things are going to happen. Different afflictions are going to happen. But we're able to have peace. But we have to, he said, I can keep you in perfect peace, but your mind has to be stayed on me. And don't these situations come to do what? to take our mind off of peace, off of the one who said that they could bring us peace, right? If I said to you, I could solve all your problems by giving you a million dollars, right? And yet somebody doesn't want you to get that million dollars. So they're going to try to defeat you. They're going to try to whatever vehicle you're using. They're going to try to sabotage it. They're going to try to distract you away from the thought that you have a million dollars. And you're like, well, 
If I I wouldn't forget that if I, I was if I was walking towards a million dollars, I wouldn't let nothing stop me. But yet the Bible tells us that he's given to us power and authority and yet we give it up. He's anointed us and yet we let go of it and we lose sight of what it is he says he has for us. And yet we see our frailties, our imperfections. We put more weight on what we cannot do, what we do not see, what has happened in our past, and what God is saying, forgive that thing. Let it go and see what I have for you. Stand upon the promises that I have for you. And yes, he's saying that this walk is difficult. Being good is difficult. Trying to stay focused is difficult. The minute you make up your mind, here comes obstacles. Here comes situations to throw you off course, right? I don't care what the enemy is. Call it what you want to. Call it the devil. Call it, you know, um, my boss. Call it my children, my spouse. Whatever you see is that force that's right now against you, right? Of course, the opposite is coming against you. The devil is coming against you, looking for ways to destroy your strength, your 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 consistency, your fervor. He's trying to entice us, distract us so that we'd be unfaithful to God. And by being unfaithful to God, it's literally destroying us, right? And so this encouragement is that just be strong in the Lord. It's like, you know, at the end of the day and at the end of the trouble, we are tasked and challenged to be strong. And it's not impossible or wouldn't be told to us. Now, the key might be that you've got to find ways of being strong. Uh, Well, how can I do that? Be strong. What does that mean? Find out what that means. But that truth, that strength is going to come from walking in his righteousness and in his truth and in his armor. And so we are able to be strong. When we think about Philippians 4, 11 through 13, and, you know, through him who gives me strength, right? I, I'm not saying that um, God isn't able to strengthen us because he is, right? I just want to take a minute. I want to turn uh, to four Philippians. Philippians 4 and 13, 11 through 13. Well, let's start at 10. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last, at the last, your care of me has flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Now that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. And everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. 
It's funny because each scripture of strength, it's all connected with being in Christ. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So I, I, I'm kind of linking that, that in my weakness, he's yet strong. I'm, I'm linking the fact that, you know, uh, my new model for 2023 is kind of one day at a time. Like, I'm not going to fill my mind with stuff that's past, you know. If there's some things that I need to kind of complete, you know, or prepare for to help 2023 be better, or I want to build upon it, great. But I'm not looking for negativity back in 2022. I'm not looking for problem people back in 2022. Because you, you, if you couldn't help solve it in 2021, 2022, what, what makes you think 2023 is going to be different? If they're follow, if people are following the same patterns, then it comes a point where we got to let them go. And I'm not saying that as though that is going to be an easy task. It is not. It's hard to let go of the things you loved or the things that you thought, you know, um, were supposed to be in your life. But sometimes we have to shift. Sometimes it may not be for now. Maybe you have to let them go so they can solve those issues that are within them. And then when you meet again, they'll be ready for the relationship or they'll be ready, you know, to uh, move forward. But um, so the thing that we're saying here in this particular scripture, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, that I am saying that we have to learn to be content, whatever the circumstances are, whatever's going through. I, 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 one, I have to know that where I am is not where I will stay. It's just a, a moment, right? It's a moment. Look around. You know, it's so funny because I, I, I was in a situation and it really um, kind of hurt me, kind of offended me, you know, and somebody who I admired the most really wounded me. And I was talking to a friend because they just was calling to check on me. And they said, you know, I said, oh, I'm just going to get over it. I'm going to deal with it and get over it. And she said, no. She said, stay there in the pain. Don't move from it. Let Jesus come and heal you right there. Because oftentimes, I thought that was so wise. Because oftentimes, we do think that we're supposed to be be brave and to to to. To, to know what our next steps is. We don't know. We always don't know. You know, I, I got caught in a situation where I wanted to do good. And people kept asking me, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I'm like, man, I, you know, I felt like I had, I owed an answer, but I didn't really have an answer. All I know is that I, I got to stay right here in how I feel, what my value, and I value people. I feel like that my calling in life is to strengthen what remains in people. And I mean, I find myself doing that regardless of the age, regardless of the circumstance. It is a core value for me. And in this situation, when people were coming against me like, man, you shouldn't do that, blah, blah, blah. I had to stick to my core value. That here I have an opportunity to make a difference and to strengthen and to support. Now I can set boundaries and do it for a certain length of time, but that's what I believe. 
And so we have to learn that we have to be content, that we have to know that I'm going to stand for right. I'm going to stand for what the Word says. It doesn't mean that it's going to end up always the way I think it should end up. And sometimes it doesn't, but it's okay, right? I've got to learn how to make a decision and then stand in the decision that I've made. And when the winds blow or the voices come or people who were not equipped to make a decision based upon your value. And that's what happens is sometimes we, we allow others who, like, I, I was telling my sister, my, my daughter, like, I, I don't know how y'all can live alone. Like, I'd be, like, so bored. I don't mind having people in my house. I don't mind having activity. I like it. I know how to get away, go in my room if I want peace and quiet, you know. But I have to realize that that's how God made and knitted them, even though I may not like that. And they can't stand maybe having people always around them. And so we've got to celebrate each other in the differences that we are. We're diverse people. We have different ways of doing things and thinking about things. There's no right or way. It's just the way you're doing it, right? To me, if I wanted to judge right or wrong, it would be, is that is that a good idea or is that a de- devilish idea, right? Because to me, it's either good or evil. It's either one or the other. Either you're, you're trying to do good, you're ma- trying to make a difference, or you're trying to destroy and the characteristics of the enemy to comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and the characteristics of God who comes to build, who comes to heal, who comes to deliver, are totally too different. And based upon our actions, we can kind of assess who we are, what space we're living in. Are you for good? Or are you for evil? Are you for God? Or are you for the devil? Some people may say, oh, I don't think you can make it so simple. To me, it's simple. It's not about black and white issue. It's not about the fat versus the skinny or the thin. It's about, it's about are, you, are you following what is good? Are you, you know? Because there are good black people and there's bad black people. There's good white people. There's bad white people. There's good Asian people. There's bad, you know. So, so it's not based upon culture. It's just based upon, wow, did did your, the thing that you're engaging in, is it bringing life? Is it bringing pain? Is it bringing joy? Is it bringing sorrow? Like, look, examine your own heart. Like, look around and stop getting people to, like, co-sign your stuff and to be able to really just take ownership. There is a possibility that you are hurting people. It is a possibility that you're walking in pride and ego and only living to satisfy yourself. And there's got to be a balance, but it also could help others, right? But I might have I taken a rabbit trail because I really want to talk about being content, whatever circumstance that you're in, right? So the secret... Paul was saying the secret of being content in any and every situation, you know, whether you're whether you're uh, had eaten plenty or you're hungry, whether you have plenty to live by or you're in lack, regardless of it, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's the thing. 
So the belief isn't really my background, my environment, but do you really believe that you can do it? And 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 sometimes in the beginning of the the start of the journey, it may not seem like you're gonna get through it. Take one day at a time. Stay focused. Right. The challenges that arise, you try to tackle them. Get support where you need support. Amen. Let go of what you need to let go of. Sometimes it's people. Sometimes it's a way of thinking. Sometimes you have to shift your plan. But it's going to work. All things, the Bible says, work according to the good of those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. And so if you have a heart to please God, it's going to work out. And so we, we, we look at other, other areas of uh, Scripture that come, that talk about strength, that come to, to strengthen us, you know. Um, in Exodus 15, 1 through 4, you know, God is my strength and defense. Then um, they said Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted, both horse and driver. He has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. Just think about that. For 400 years, the Israelites were enslaved, right, by Egypt. But God displayed his power, right, by releasing plagues. Um, Pharaoh begins to change his mind. And then he begins to pursue the Israelites. He, he changes his mind. He lets the Israelites go. And then he changes his mind again, and he begins to pursue them. And here they are, cornered between a mountain and the sea and Pharaoh on their heels. What are we going to do? Like, have you been faced with situations that seem like, wow, can't climb that mountain, mm. can't go across the sea. And so right there in that panic, we can give up. We can walk in fear. But God comes so that we don't walk in fear. Amen. <laughs> he comes so that we can walk in hope, right? So when we think about strength, um. It, it means might, strong in the sense of physical strength. God's strength is stronger than human strength. Just that display of power, the Red Sea opens, and the Israelites begin to cross the Red Sea. Pharaoh's choice warriors 
on chariot begin to pursue them. And when they get in the middle of the Red Sea, the sea begins to close and they drown. Wow. God wants to drown your pharaohs, your enemies, those things that are coming so hard that seem so impossible. They in a million years would have never put put an ending to that story that way as they look across the ocean. I mean, there's nowhere to go. Where are they going to run to? Pharaoh's army is coming, and yet God defeats them. And God wants to defeat those things that are coming against you. Will you stand and believe him? Will you stand and trust him? Yes, when testing comes, he encourages us not to be fearful. His word is to strengthen us so that we don't become afraid and run away that he will uphold us with his righteous right hand. He will cause us to be able to stand firm. He asks us only to put our faith and trust in him. Man, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all thy ways to acknowledge him and he will direct thy path. God wants to direct us. He wants to lead us. He wants us to to, to come out as the Israelites do on the other side of the sea, victorious. I mean, we're not alone, even though we walk this world and earth like we're alone. We're not alone, and we can utilize our sisters and brothers in Christ. Because where I might be weak at, you might be strong in that area. And you can pray. Pray me through. Right? I, I, we we got to get to a place where we don't talk about the situation more than we pray about the situation. And act. You know? Love is an action word, they say. Prayer is an action word. And what greater way to love but to pray and to act, if possible. I mean, God is is our very present help in a time of trouble. He already told us. We, we talked about it last Sunday in Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged or dismayed, for I am your God, and I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Sometimes we have to keep hearing these things over and over. Sometimes we have to stand upon his word. Sometimes we have to um, just receive what God has given and the Holy Spirit. Psalms 29, 11, David said, the Lord will give strength unto his people. We have to take note of the fact that God is speaking to us that he's going to give you strength. He's going to give you hope and peace of mind. But the number one block is the relationship that we have with him. 
And I don't think that you can have a relationship if it's not built on trust. And I'm, I mean, that's not just with God. That's just with anyone. That's, you know, spouse. I, I, I have a, um, a, 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 a friend and it's like, can you, they're always lying. Right. And it's like, it's really hard to trust what you're saying in this space because you're, you, you, I mean, you start every sentence off with not the truth. And so it's kind of hard, you know, but we have to build our relationship because walking in our strength, walking in our power, walking in our authority is based upon the level of uh, relationship that we have with God. And so my takeaway is like, Lord, there are some distractions out here. But I don't want these distractions to be what takes my mind and my heart away from you. So let me include you in this process. Let me include you in with my prayers. Let me say, God, I need you to help me fight this battle. I've lost sight and direction. You know what? He didn't give us a spirit of fear, but doesn't mean we don't get afraid. But he doesn't want that fear to turn into so big that we lose sight of our focus and what it is we were called to do, what we were placed on this earth to do, the plan that God has for us. And we have to stop saying, well, you know, I have this little plan. Every plan, if God gave the plan, no matter how little, he'll grow it, right? He'll send people in your life to grow it. Even in our businesses, is like if I if I start this business or I'm working this business, how is it going to help mankind? Right? I, I want whatever I I partake in to be a blessing and to help mankind. Right? Not just me, so I can have a yacht and live on the Riviera. But you know, is it going to make a difference in our society? The enemy is making a difference. Look at media. Look at social media. Look at um, the the songs uh, that are being that that are on the radio. You know, are they glorifying God? Are they are they tearing people and cause sowing discord and division? So we get to make a difference in this world and in our society. And I know that you can do it. So stay strong. Keep standing. Whatever you do, don't give up. Once again, you're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. I love you. I know that you can do it. And I'd love for you to get a hold of me, nevergiveup777 at gmail.com. And it would be great if you're able to just send a text, send an email, and just let us know how you're doing so we can encourage you. God bless you guys. Bye.